Hey there, everyone. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so excited that you're here with me on this Tuesday. So today I have such a cool guest. I cannot wait to get into a conversation with this guy. Um, what caught my attention when I knew I had to talk to him was that he talks about how to create your own bucket list. And after, when we look at no matter where you are in your life, I think one of the best One of the common mistakes, I think, before I introduce him, I'll just say this. One of the common mistakes I think we make is we we base our identity on our achievements, on the things that we do, whether those those are achievements through work or our personal life or whatever. But we don't take the time to find and investigate what our worth is outside of that. And so my guest today is Roger Williams. He is a writer and a teacher, but he calls himself the head crosser offer of his bucket list. And we're going to have a really cool conversation around that. Roger, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, Allison, thank you so much for the kind introduction. And I, I just do hope that this conversation brings uh, something to light for members of the audience. And uh, I'm glad to be here to do that. Oh, I love it. I love it. So before we get into that, why don't you, I'd love for you to just tell my audience a little bit about you, your background, and how how you came to be so enthused and passionate about this subject. Sure. Uh, so I had been in the youth development teaching field for about 30 years, uh, lots of different uh, variations of those kind of jobs, and got stuck at home like everybody else did uh, during the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. And I also had a heart attack in December of 2020. And so all that combined, I just started looking at my life and um, that's what you tend to do when you have a traumatic sure. event like that. And just really was looking at where did I find myself worth? And um, like so many people, the question that we always ask each other when we first meet each other is, what do you do? Right. And that right. And the, answer, the answer typically is how you sell your labor and who you sell it to. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love and it. So, yeah. So I decided that I didn't want to be known for that anymore, uh-huh. that I wanted wanted to be known for something different. And mm-hmm. it was really hard making that, that pivot because in the field that I was in working with young people, there's so much um, societal pressure for you to get your self-worth out of what you do and not even just your self-worth, but like, um, how do I put this? Uh, work for less because yeah. of the things that Right. I mean, yeah. Right. Whether, whether you're a nurse or um, police officer or whatever it is, there's this there's this pride that you're supposed to get from doing that work and that mm-hmm. achievement that that just doesn't always kind of pan out. You know, teachers uh, teachers work a lot more hours than they do. Nurses bring home a lot of tension and frustration and, and uh-huh. tiredness. And so I just decided that I didn't want to be known for that anymore, and I wanted to be known for how I live my life and who uh, and who I lived it with. Um, yeah, well, and I mean, ultimately, the best way, since we talk about all things self-care on the show, you know, whether it's self-care for yourself or your business or whatever, that one of the best ways that we can take care of ourselves is to be constantly asking ourselves that very question. You know, what is it that we want to be known for? And at the end of my life, what am I going to look back and say, wow, I'm so re- I'm really glad that I did that. I've never heard anybody say, well, not that anyone's come back after they passed on and say, <laughs> gee, I wish I spent more time at the office, right? Right. Most definitely. And, you know, even for men, you know, men these days, it's like, what, 18 months yeah. after retirement? I bet yeah. you kick, kick the bucket, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of time. We don't, we don't give ourselves a lot of time. And, and that's really what I looked at. It's like, okay, everybody's got 165 hours in a week. Right. Nobody has any more. Nobody has any less. Yeah. If you, if you sell 40 of those, 
right? And you and you sleep 45 of them, you should have a good 70, 80 hours left in the week that you could produce something for yourself that makes you happy, that brings you joy and brings other people joy and helping other people. Those are all things that you can do with those you know, 70 hours. But, but our jobs, the, what we sell in labor usually creeps into that in some form or fashion. And so yeah. I always say that, that the big lie corporation institutions are selling these days is that we all need work-life balance. And yeah. the people that are talking about that are not just regular people. I mean, that, the corporations are saying, oh, we want you to have work-life balance. Right, we want right. you to have work-life balance. But they really don't because there's no way, um, I don't care what kind of math teacher you are or what kind of scientist <laughs> you are, there's no way you can you can show me that 40 hours equals 70. Yeah. Well, so and I there's think, no balance. Right. And I also think that there's a mentality, especially in this country, and I'm, I'll just go ahead and put it out there that, you know, I've. I will admit that I'm a, I'm a workaholic. I've been a workaholic most of my life and I love what I do. Um, but, but by the same token, I think that we wear, if we go around saying, Oh, you know, oh, I work 70 hours this week and look at everything I got done. It's like, we, we wear that as a badge of honor, but then right. at the same time we say, Oh, well, you know, I, I want to find more balance in my life. And you're like, really? The only way to do that is to have boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it really should be work-life boundaries, not work-life balance. Yeah, I love really that. Really, how do you how do you have work-life boundaries that you can set for yourself so that you can use that other time efficiently and, and in a manner that brings you joy? And yeah, it should. Yeah, that's why yeah. that's why we're here is to have joy and live abundantly. And and um, our jobs usually dictate that we can't, or or we feel the pressure that we can't, or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Um, that just means we, we need to take those steps. So the first thing I did was, is I went to all my social media accounts and switched my job title to being the head crosser off from my bucket list. I love that. I just, that caught my attention and I was like, I love that. That is just so, that is just so cool. Yeah. I just, I just want, that's what I want to be known for. I want to be known for the fact that I went out and did things that I enjoyed and I liked. And, and so I started doing that, Mm -hmm. um, holding myself accountable in that way for one, but then. I picked the the something on my bucket list that had been there for for a long time over uh-huh. a decade and something that was kind of a big hairy audacious goal and I went and did the Camino de Santiago which is a 790 kilometer walk across northern Spain that takes about wow. 30 days. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so um you know just mental mental aspects physical aspects spiritual aspects to the walk but for me I really just wanted to go build community. The, yeah. the community is known for the community that can be built along the way. And I wanted to, I wanted to experience that and, and also be a part of building it, helping build yeah. it. Yeah. And because really at the end of the day, what you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, and this is just my mm-hmm. interpretation is, sure. is that through giving yourself the type of experience that you're describing, you can actually recreate that experience you know, in a number of different ways, like you don't have to go back to Spain and do that walk, you know, every time you want that experience, you know, you're, you're showing yourself that you can create experience in a number of different ways. Yeah. And there's some people that do the Camino and just like fall in love with it and they do it every year and it becomes their passion. And that's awesome. I knew that wasn't going to be me. So some people said, the, along the way, they were like, "When are you gonna do this again?" And I'm like, "Maybe not." You yeah, know? and that's yeah, like, and that should be okay. I got a lot of other things on my list I want to do. Um, but the, the major thing that happened out of that trip was I came home and went to the office and um, showed a, a Instagram reel that I made to one of the people I had worked with for almost four and a half years, and uh-huh. it was just basically a slideshow of all the selfies I'd taken with the different people that I met along the way. Uh-huh. 
And when she, she was done watching it, she looked up at me and she goes, I've never seen you that happy. Wow. I'm like, in, in four years, you've never seen me that happy. That's really sad. I mean, it's sad. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I, I can't, I can't imagine, but how cool is that though, that you have, right. you know, all this evidence, you know, and you're like, I sure. can, you know, this, this, this is what I want to be known for. Right. Right. And that's, and that's when I, I quit a couple of weeks later, I quit my job because I didn't want anybody yeah. to know me not, not that yeah. happy. Yeah. So I'm currently on what I call an adult gap year. So I'm taking the year off to just do things I enjoy. Um, it's structured. It's got purpose and hopefully creating some revenue strands for myself, but I had to take a huge chunk of my um, retirement fund to come out and do the, the things that I want to do, but mm-hmm. it's worth the risk, you know, yeah. the, the investments about risk and reward. So um, the risk is that well, we can't take any of it with us, you know? Right, exactly. So it's like, we get to a certain point in our life and it's like, you know, we, we, we have, we have, and especially now we have to get back to living, you know, there's yes. never going to be a perfect time where everything is completely safe. And everybody right. feels completely safe. That's an illusion. I mean, it's, it's yes. what we make of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know? I, and I think we, especially in, in the United States, which I personally feel we have a, a culture of fear in the United States. Oh, I others. agree with you. Yeah. We fear others. We fear yep. loss. We fear, you know, shame. We fear mm-hmm. all these things that hold us back from doing things. And, mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of deciding that I'm not going to be held back by that anymore. Um, there was a, there's a story that I tell along the Camino. If you walk a hundred kilometers, you get a certificate of completion. So you don't have to walk yeah. the whole thing, Yeah. but, but the hundred kilometer mile marker, the, the marker on the, on the path is, a, is what I call the Instagram marker. It's where everybody stops and take a picture, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah, I'm like, hey, this away. is proof. I did it right. That's right. That's right. So yeah. Um, so when I got there, uh, I was with my partner and I said that I think I want to take a, a naked selfie here. Uh-huh. She, she said, all right. You know, and so yeah. I did it I, and I posted on Instagram and I lost a hundred followers after I posted it. I didn't care, but it's just like, uh, there were so many things that I probably could have popped into my brain and said, no, don't do that. You know, you're yeah. going to lose, you know, you just potential to lose your job. There's potential to lose followers on Instagram. There's potential, you know, you'll embarrass your parents. You know? <laughs> well, we, t- we, we take risks every single day though, right. with everything right. that we do. Every time we get in the car to drive somewhere, we take a risk, yes. you know, it's just, and what creates the fear is what we think about it. And that's where right. people like you who are living your belief that, Hey, look, we're put on this earth for a purpose. And it's up to us to get the most out of that purpose. You know, the right. more that we get closer to our purpose, the more joy and abundance we're going to find in our life anyway. Yeah. And it was great that I had somebody with me that, that encourages me to, to live life to yeah. the fullest. That, that's yeah. always a benefit to have her in my life. But it's, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, it was up to me, right? It was up to me to, yeah. to, to not allow myself to say, no, that's, that's crazy. Yes. Or no, that you, that's, that's too risky. It's like, you know what, this is going to make me laugh. And if it makes yeah. me laugh, then I don't care. Well, that, that's, that's the reward enough for the risk. Right. And there's also, there's also no such thing as the perfect decision. You know, it's like my, my coach and I talk about this all the time. It's, it's, there's no such thing as a perfect decision. There's, there's always a reason why you should. There's always a reason why you shouldn't. And right. at the end of the day, you just want to be 100% behind the decision that you make and have your own back, which Perfect. it sounds like that's what you're doing. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm out, I've started crossing more things off my bucket list. I've 
um, taking the three months uh, journey through Costa Rica and Spain and Italy and uh, Israel wow. and London before I go home. So I'm halfway through that right now and uh, trying it. to write a book and, yeah. and doing all sorts of different kinds of things that I've never done before. Awesome. And so that's, you know, that's what I, I hope other people do and want to do and go out and do. And it doesn't, you know, you don't have to quit your job. You don't have to raid your retirement fund. Again, it goes back to this. What, what are you doing with those 70 hours? Right. What do you, what is that? What can you do inside of that? And so we talk about bucket. I talk about bucket list a lot and bucket lists don't have to be these big, hairy, audacious goals. Right. It can be as simple as I want to learn how to cook Thai food really well and get 10 Thai recipes and just, you know, work on each one until you've mastered it and then move on to the next one. It doesn't have to be. Well, that was the, that was going to be the next thing I was going to ask you Mm -hmm. about is let's go through maybe three to five tips on how Mm -hmm. you can like share, let's say, because I love this subject, I think for, I could see me leading a retreat where we talk about this because I do a (laughs) lot of retreats throughout the year as part of my business Um, because I love to travel too. Um, but how, what would you do to suggest, like, let, let's just walk through a list of let's walk through people through how to create their bucket list. Sure. So the first thing I think you, there's some mindset things that you have to be mm-hmm. thinking of. Yeah. And the first mindset thing I think people need to, to grasp is that it's whatever you put on your list has to be achievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you're looking at it, you don't put things on your to-do list at work that aren't achievable. So, so really what you're saying when you say that is, is that I can't go play pro baseball, right? Because Correct. that's just not going to happen, right? Correct. So, so the, yes, exactly. So, the, so I'll give you my example. Not that I would, I'm just saying. Right. No, I hear you. But I like, I love my example and I get pushed back on it all the time and that's fine. I'm going to stick to my guns, uh-huh. but I love Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I've loved Saturday Night Live since I was seven years old. I've been watching it since the late seventies uh-huh. you know, when I was a little kid wow. and sneaking, sneaking, staying up late watching it. I've watched it for 40 plus years. Uh-huh. And I I dream sometimes about saying live from New York at Saturday Night Live and that opening sketch on that stage. There's less than a thousand people that have ever said those words uh-huh. on that show. Mm. The likelihood of me achieving that is so minute and so rare. Like I'd have to become the rock or I'd have to become Tom Brady or, I mean, those are the kind of people that are cast members that get to say those words. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to put that on a list because there aren't a whole lot of things that I can do in a short period of time to make that happen. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. But you never know. I mean, you never Uh, know, right? You you don't, but you do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. No, I I walked into that one. So. (laughs) Yeah. So the, so the opposite, the opposite of that is something I do have on my list is that I want to be an extra in a star Wars TV or or movie. Oh, I love that. And I, you can put a, you can put a, a stormtrooper helmet on me. You can give me a, a phaser gun and I'll, I'll miss everybody that I shoot at. It's fine. You can stick me in a Jawa, you know, costume. I don't care what you do. I don't even have to have lines. I just want to be able to say I was on the set when they yeah. were filming. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if I wanted to, I want, if, if it comes to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to cross this off my list. I, I know a few people in LA. I know a few people in the business. I could probably work my way through some lists of some people and, and make that happen uh-huh. um, or, or figure out how to make that happen. 
So to me, those are two separate things, right? One is like so abstract and, and so minute of a chance for it to happen versus something that if I put a list together of, of objectives, I could probably get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Like actionable and, steps is what you're saying. Right. So. Right. So I, so I think that's the, one of the first things you got to think of is that this list need, you need to be able to cross the things off your list, right? You have yeah. to be able to. I got it. I got it. All right. What else? So we, so we, there's obviously a mindset piece to it. Totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So have the actionable steps. What else? So the the next thing for me is that it's your list, right? It's, it's nobody else's list. It's yours. So there's, you can't compare lists for the, like I had getting knuckle tattoos on my list. Not everybody wants knuckle tattoos. I understand that. Mm -hmm. I get it. It took me about 15 years before I did it. So I understand that it's a a big thing. Not everybody's going to have that on their list. Just like learning to cook some, um, Thai food is probably not going to be on my list. That's okay, right? It's okay to have a different list, and it's okay to have multiple lists too, yeah. right? So, yeah. so I have I have a general list of things that I want to do that is my bucket list, but I also have like a concert bucket list, like all the bands I want to see before they get really bad and old, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I so I have different lists. And you can yeah. do that. It's there. They are your lists. You don't have to worry about other people judging them because if they do, you can tell them to you know take a hike. Yeah. Right? yeah. Your, just remember, it's your list. Doesn't have yeah. to make sense to anybody else. You know, if it makes you happy and brings you joy, it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. Yeah, really and not doesn't. to like, oh, well, I know this would mean a lot to my parents if I did this. I know this would mean, right. you know, oh, well, I already told so and so I would do this. You know, that kind of thing. Right. right. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And then, then the last mindset thing I, I tell people is, is that don't share it with everybody. Really? Because yes, you find people that love you, care about you, and that want the best for you. Share it with them. Have accountability there, but don't share it with everybody because They'll everybody's not. On, yeah, everybody's not on board, right? Either, yeah. Either because either because they don't want to do it or they can't do it. Right. Yeah. Or they don't have the guts to do it. Whatever yeah. the reason is, they're going to try to. Well, talk a lot of the reason like, why we run into pushback with people is, is that they're basically reflecting back to you where they are. So, for example, right. if I were to share part of my bucket list with you and you were like, why in the world would you want to do that? That makes no sense. That's from your viewpoint, not mine. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to. You don't tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have accountability. Accountability is good, but don't tell everybody, right? Yeah. So put it. The, your accountability can be putting it on your window and or on your mirror in the morning, yeah. so you see it every morning. Yeah. That's One of the things that we're doing this year in the mastermind group that I'm in is um, we do three in-person retreats a year together where we work on our business, but we also do some fun <laughs> stuff too. And in our January retreat this year, we were down in Zayuatanejo, Mexico, which is absolutely gorgeous if you've never been. And, you know, if you've seen the movie, The Shawshank Redemption, the very last scene, the beach scene is filmed yeah. there. So, yeah. um, so anyway, we one of the activities that we worked on was making a list of 12 to 15 experiences that we would want to give ourselves. Mm. Because the point is, is that, you know, obviously you can't work all the time. And the, to our, to the conversation that we're having is, you know, a reflection of that. But the, the point of the experiences is to not only give yourself a different experience, but use it as a learning opportunity so that you can mm-hmm. continue to learn and grow and evolve more into the person that you're intended to be. So that's sort of similar to what we're talking about here. Sure. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah so when you talk about creating a list, this one's really hard for me. There's a lot of an acronyms, out, acronyms out there that people use 
to, to help people create lists. But really for me, it's, you need to start on what are those things you've always wanted to do? Yeah. Like for me, it was, it was walk the Camino. I always wanted to walk the Camino for 15, 20 years. I always talked about wanting to walk the Camino and bought books about it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just knew that that was the first thing I needed to do. I needed to get that out, out of the way and get it done so that I, so that I could show myself that I, that I could accomplish stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's, what is it that you already have said or have spoken out loud or told somebody else, or, you know, what is it something you've already said you've wanted to do? Cause there's probably everyone's got a list of those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I can see people like making a list of like just crazy thing. Oh, I'm going to swim across the ocean. Yeah. Whatever. You know, right. I mean, right. But again, I mean, achievable. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nice. But I mean, starting with something that you've already been talking right. about that, that makes perfect Correct. sense. Yeah. And then, and then from there, I would go into what are you already into? Right. So for me, I'm, I'm already into professional wrestling. I've been a professional wrestling fan since I was 12 years old. Um, My dad was a professional wrestling fan. My son was a professional wrestling fan. I I love professional wrestling. I know it's not everyone's bag and that's fine, Yeah, but, but for me it is. And so there are probably four or five items on my bucket list that just have to deal with professional wrestling. Yeah. I would like to, you know, WrestleMania is coming up soon and I would love to have um, ringside tickets mm-hmm. to WrestleMania. I, know oh, so, I love I've that. Been, that makes, that makes I've, sense for you. Right. Though, if that's what you right. love. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. If it's something you're into. So, yeah. so, so another thing for me is um, I would love to go to Mexico city to see a triple A card uh, at the arena Mexical, the most famous mm-hmm. Ma- luchador mm-hmm. arena in Mexico. I would just, uh, you know, I could go to Mexico city, just do that. And leave, yeah. I'd be a happy person. I don't have to see yeah. all the other stuff, you know? Um, so I, so it's just things that you're already into. Yeah. I think that, that you can look at and say, what are those, what are some of those things? So I have a friend whose bucket list just consists of visiting all 50 States so that he can play around a golf in each 50 state. Wow. He loves golf. Okay. And so he wants, he wants to go play golf in all 50 states. Fantastic. That's a great goal. It's yeah. achievable. You know, he, he can make that happen over maybe a couple of years span of time. Right. But, and he's know. already into golf. So it's not like he's got right. to go learn. Right. Right. So yeah. it's, so it's, what are you already into? I think is, is super important. I, right? I agree. I think that's a really good point. And then the, the last thing I tell people to do is, is you don't have to tell people what's on your bucket list, but talk to other people about what's on their bucket list, especially people that you're comfortable with and things. But if you're talking about a buck say, Hey, what's on your bucket list, you can get ideas, not necessarily like in a competition way, like in America, I'm mm-hmm. going to do it before you do it. I'm going to be number one. It's not about being competitive with other people, but it's trying to understand other people's processes and thought processes, uh-huh. why they put things on their list, right? But that can generate in you some of the same kind of, oh, okay, I understand this person's passionate about hiking. And so they want to go do all three through hikes, mm-hmm. you know, major through hikes in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what am I into? What would be this, the equivalent of that for golf? Or what would be the equivalent of that for baseball? Or what would be yeah. the equivalent of that? for antiquing i mean like i don't even yeah, know right right what, what's on people's list right yeah. so it's or what's in their heads and and but just talking about it with other people mm-hmm. saying what's on your list it kind of de-escalates that whole people yeah. saying um no don't do that because they have stuff on their list too yeah, <laughs> they don't yeah well it also them. like de-escalates the whole well why are you going to do that you know you'll never be right. able to you know or some right. bs response like that right 
Exactly. That, yeah. it, that if you're talking about it as, as individuals to, to one another, then it, there's less competition or less yeah. fear that can creep into those conversations. But yeah. Just really uh, just listening to folks and realizing what, what are some of the passions and what drove them to put things on their list, I think can help you yeah. um, start, start sussing out for yourself what you need to put on your list. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that, that, make, that, make, that makes sense. I like that. Um, it's all like, you know, these are just really good, simple things to think about so that you can um, just really get clear on it, you know, so that you can actually start putting it into mode. I think we can talk about it all day long, but I think right. when it comes to, you know, planning something that's like to use your word actionable, like, okay, well, mm-hmm. let's really put together a for real list and see what that looks like. I think a lot of people don't do that. They just, they love to talk about it, but they don't just want to put any action right. behind it. And and that's really like, and it sounds cliche, but writing it down, like physically writing it down. I know that's not something that a lot of people do anymore, but physically writing down the list, handwriting it does for me, at least put some weight to it Yeah, that, that I've actually, okay, but not just verbalized it, but I've actually put it on paper and putting it on paper means yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a, a big step. You can type it up too and print it out, put it on your, you know, put it on your window or, or your uh, mirror. That's great too. But, but I think really just sitting down and actually having a piece of paper and a pen and writing it down. Well, I think to your point, something. writing a number of things down help. I mean, I always have mm-hmm. all my goals written on my wall. I do my beliefs on my wall. It's like, it's when you write it down, it just comes more to life. Oh yeah. Well, you see it when it's in your head, there's a thousand other things in your head going on. At the same yeah, time, right? totally, so, totally. So, so you're thinking about family and your kids and your job and what you're going to watch on TV or, you know, what's happening in the world. I mean, your brain can get distracted so easily mm-hmm. from things, but if you yeah. write it down, it's always there and you'll wind up coming across it more often yeah. than if it's just in your head. Yeah. So why do you think people, just a couple of questions before we wrap mm-hmm. up, why do you sure. think people, um, why do you think people would be afraid to follow through with the bucket list? I mean, we were talking mm-hmm. about fear. I'm just curious. I would just love to get your input. What do you think yeah. would stop people from doing it? I guess is probably a better way to ask. So I, th- I think it's failure. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of times we're so afraid of failing, and f- and for me, what I've kind of just decided is that f- there is no failing. There's only learning. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That's a great and, way to look at it. Yeah. So it's not. I I mean, I make mistakes, and I but I use those to learn from, so that the next time I do it. I won't make those same mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. going going back to the Star Wars example, right? I, I know that I'm going to talk to people and I'm going to share my stuff, my vision with people and share my desires with people. And I know I'm going to do it in a way that's not going to connect with them. Mm-hmm. I need to learn from that, right? Yeah. And so the, the next time I talk to the next person, I don't repeat those same errors so that I can get a yes instead of a no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not so I, I really do think it's failure. The story that even about myself was I, I went to Thailand in 2005 after the tsunami and did some relief work. And then the year later, I went back and I went um, to be more of a tourist to use my dollars to benefit mm-hmm. people and went to this temple that uh, was up on top of the, the top of this hill and they call it the food of the Buddha. And it's just this imprint on the top of the hill, on top of this mountain that looks like a a Bigfoot. And to get there, you have to climb up these 
stairs. It's like 1200 steps or something like that. But it's, uh, this is not like, it's not like a leisurely hike. This is like almost climbing a ladder. It's so steep. Yeah. And I was, I was not in good shape. I was not in good shape at all. Yeah. And I think I got to like 900 and something. And I like, I had to come back. My legs, my legs were shaking. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't breathe. I was just, I was just completely out of shape. Came back down the, the, the mountain, not accomplishing the goal. And I said to myself, I'm never going to start anything like that unless I can finish it again. Yeah. Which is, which is a great statement, except what happened to me was is like, that made me too afraid. <laughs> yeah. And then, then, then it's the, all, what right. I call the all or nothing mentality, right? You know, exactly. which I see all the time in my industry. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so it's like, then I couldn't do anything because yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so petrified of failing again. That yeah. I just, I wouldn't try anything. Yeah. So but I, I love to, that I because this... there is no such thing as failing. There's just learning. I love that. Right. Yeah. That. And, and, you know, the other example I give is, if, you know, I would love to learn to cook a Spanish omelet, not the easiest thing uh, in the world to do. And I know that I would make. I'm, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to make multiple mm-hmm. mistakes. I'm going to. I'm going to have the heat on too high. I'm not going to put enough potatoes in it. Whatever it is, I know the first time right. I do it, I'm not going to do it well. And but I'm going to make sure I recognize the things that I need to change so that the next time I do it, I can do it better. Yeah, yeah, and better and better. Yeah, uh, over course of time, so that I can. So well, I think take- the first time any of us did anything we sure. probably, we probably failed at it. You know, sure. it's like, you have to give yourself permission to be clunky, you know, yep. there you and go. because being clunky isn't always a bad thing, you know? Right. And very yeah. few people, very few people get things on the first try. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very few. <laughs> and, it, and if they do, they're outliers. I think yeah. that's, that's kind of the problem that we have in our society is that we mm-hmm. see people doing things and think that, oh my gosh, they've been doing this since they were three. It's yeah. Like, no, or you see things not. and you just assume that everything's been just rosy and hunky dory right. for people. What you don't right. see is, is the, the learning curve and all the, all the failures they had until they, they made it, you know? Exactly. You're, yeah. you're, you're spot on, Elsie. Yeah, totally. So, um, so this has been absolutely been fascinating. I can't wait to get this conversation out um, to my audience. I mean, honestly, they're they're listening right now. So what would you, let's say someone out there is all excited, but maybe they're thinking, uh, I just don't quite know where to start today. Because I always want people to walk away with at least one thing they can implement right mm. away. What would you tell them? Yeah, I would say get out that piece of paper and just put the word bucket list on it. <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, that's easy. I'm, that's really I easy. Not, I am not joking. I think that that if you just put it out, even if you don't put anything yeah. on it, if you yeah. don't start adding anything, you just pull out a piece of paper and write bucket list on it, and and let it marinate, and that's totally okay. Oh, I love just, it. Come back to it. You can't get any easier than that. No, it's really, it's it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And then the next thing I would do is, you know, is, is to start um, picking the one thing that you want to do. Right. I think that probably people can get that list started pretty easy, but then the next, the next hurdle is what do I do first? Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's, Pick the thing that that you're most passionate about mm-hmm. that that they'll bring you the most joy in the soonest amount of time. Because mm-hmm. once you have success at doing it once, you're gonna you're gonna want to keep doing yeah. it and crossing the other things off. Yeah, yeah, because it kind of it just it continues to feed your motivation. Sure, you know, it just continues to just, and then one thing will lead to the other, and yeah. So I, I get that. So, well, Roger, where can people find you? Yeah, so uh, I have a 
podcast called the crossing it off podcast, which is a great place for people to start as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's every week I drop an episode. Um, you can get it anywhere you listen to podcasts and I interview one person and one item that they've crossed off their bucket list every week. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So you can either, you either can use it as inspiration to crossing things off your list, or if there's something specific. Uh, so we, you know, when you look at the title of each episode, what that person's crossed off. So if you want to learn to tap dance over 60, I've got that. If you want to learn how to, you know, make, uh, help raise a million dollars for artwork with mm-hmm. using your art, I've got that. So it's just a place for people to find resources on how to cross things off their list and listen to other people's stories. Oh, I love that. Crossing yeah. it off podcast. So yeah, the, the crossing it off podcast. Yeah. I love it. Okay. And then folks can find me directly and get in contact with me on Instagram is the best place. And mm-hmm. you can find me there at crosser.offer. Cross your what? No, crosser.offer. Oh, crosser.offer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you'll find those links in the sh- those those links are all in the show notes. So if anyone out there is awesome. listening, you can definitely connect with um with Roger and and fo- follow his follow his uh follow his journey. So Roger, <laughs> thank you so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, Allison, thank you so much for having me. I wish you all the best of luck. And um, if uh, any of your members of your audience need help, they can certainly give me a shout, and I'd be glad to help out. Absolutely, absolutely. So if anyone out there is listening. Folks, it's time to make the bucket list if you haven't already. Um, you know, after the last couple of years, it, it, it's time to start living. So whatever it is that's on your mind and your heart, there is not a better way to really prioritize how you you what's important to you than putting that list into action. And that doesn't have to be really huge things. I know we talked about, Roger and I talked about some pretty lofty goals today, but it could be something really simple, like mm-hmm. maybe just deciding to you know, be more active or pick up the phone and call that person that you've been meaning to call or, or whatever, you know, it, it just, the point is, is that you get started and that momentum feeds into the next thing. So, so you don't, don't ever lose sight of, and think that just one thing isn't significant enough because that's just simply not the case. So, so, um, so definitely, definitely start on that list. So any entrepreneurs out here listening and you're ready to make some changes in your business, whether you're ready to embrace your bucket list more or to create more experiences uh, for yourself or for your clients or in your audience, then come over and join me in my Innovate and Grow Facebook group um, for fitness, wellness, and health entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I serve clients who have brick and mortar businesses as well as online businesses, even though my expertise is in the fitness space. I've been an entrepreneur for close to 30 years. And so, you know, right now people are looking for unique solutions. I mean, honestly, Roger, you could create a course on creating your bucket list. I mean, that totally just dropped in for me. So it's on the, it's on the way. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. So see, that's innovation for you. So, and two, before I sign off, I just want to uh, plug our sponsor real quick. If you are looking to stay better hydrated, we, th- we have a really cool product now. It's called Just Add Buoy. It comes in a cute little small squeeze bottle. Perfect to put in your backpack, your purse, your fanny pack, whatever it is that gets you on the go. Not only does this help you retain more water, but it helps keep those necessary electrolytes going throughout your body. I mean, personally, the hydration products out there, in my opinion, kind of suck. So that's what I love about this product. It's just one little squeeze in your water and it's, you're good to go. So please go over to justaddbuoy.com. And use our unique coupon code CUFITNESS40 and get your 40% discount 
off of any of the products of your choice. These are great guys. It's a great concept and, um, and we are brand partners. So I am happy to support them. And you'll find that link in the show notes as well. And before I sign off, please just know how grateful I am for all of your support. Um, I love showing up here every week with epic guests and just epic content and being able to hopefully lead you on your own journey of self-care, knowing that the journey consistently changes as we change. Um, So thank you. We are heard all over the world and I love reaching more and more people every single week. That's what this is all about. This is Allison Katzkowski. Until next time, you are living your ultimate life one step at a time. Thank you for listening to The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. 